Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Social Sunshine Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Crossan. Thank you for being here. It is episode 11, which is extra special, you guys, because 11 is a special number. 11, if you are into this sort of thing, is like a magical number, an angel number, which I think is really cool. Also, for me, it's a special number in my life. Um, my birthday is September 11th. My my anniversary is December 11th. Our, our kids have 11s in their date of birth in different ways. I mean, 11 was like a huge part of the phone number of, of my family's little business uh, growing up. I. 11, I think 11 was like a number of mine in basketball. It's, it's everywhere and it's a great number. So that means it's going to clearly be, you know, a great episode. Of course it is a packed episode. I've got lots of good stuff in this episode for you guys, uh, here on the social sunshine podcast, where we build a brand, make an impact and have fun with social media. So First of all, I've got to say, I've got a really great interview in this episode. It is with the one and only Kristen Burney, who is the queen of Facebook groups in my eyes. She is the founder of Creative as a Mother Facebook group, which I am a member of. And I have loved being a member of that group. Um, I mean, I legit have made friends in that group. We're like... I have their phone numbers, you know, like for real stuff, real relationships. And and Kristen not only founded uh, Creative as a Mother, but she has continued to build it and nurture it for months and months and months and months and months um, and really um, allow these amazing relationships to form in, with the members. And she is sharing how she did that, um, how what that journey has been like having a successful Facebook group, um, how she's weaved it into her business. And she gave some tips on if you want to start a really amazing Facebook group, just like she did. So that interview is coming up in a minute. Um, also here in a sec, we're going to talk about LinkedIn because, um, I think it's important to talk about if you are in the online marketing world, you have probably been hearing people talk about LinkedIn more lately. And, um, it's, for a good reason. So we'll get into that in just a sec. Um, before we start talking social media, though, I want to give a shout out to an iTunes reviewer. So if you're not familiar, what I've been doing is if you listen to the podcast on iTunes, if you will subscribe and then rate the podcast and also write a little review, you will get a shout out in an upcoming episode. And um, I will also include your your. Instagram handle if you want me to. So that way maybe you can gain some followers, meet some new people that heard about you on the podcast. So this week's um, iTunes reviewer is Amber and her review made me smile so big. It says, Suntastic. I love Brittany's energy and sass. I could seriously watch and listen all day. Simple but fundamentally brilliant tips for the entrepreneur. Thanks again, Britt. Five stars. Thank you, Amber. You are so awesome. I absolutely loved reading that. Seriously, every time I see it, um, it makes me 
It makes me smile really, really big. I appreciate these reviews so much. You can find Miss Amber on Instagram. Um, she's at amber.williams.jones. Check her out. Send her a message. Tell her you heard about her on the podcast, and maybe she's your new best friend. Who knows? Um, <laughs> okay, so go ahead and, and leave those reviews on iTunes if you want to get a shout out in an upcoming episode. You can also subscribe other places. If you listen on Spotify or SoundCloud or Google Play, you can subscribe to the show there as well. Um, okay, so the first thing I want to chat with you guys about today is LinkedIn. Um, we have many of us, including myself, have had a LinkedIn account for many years. I don't even know how long. I mean, my God, I've had a LinkedIn account for 10 years probably. Um, but, you know, we we all used to know LinkedIn as this, um, well, frankly, boring, right? <laughs> boring website where like you posted your resume and if you were looking for a job, maybe there would be like you know, um, ways to apply for jobs and blah, blah, blah. Um, and that was pretty much it. But more recently, I mean, in the past couple of years, definitely, but especially even more recently, it has kind of morphed into something better. So I want to explain that to you if you're not familiar. Um, I've been really, I've been using LinkedIn a little bit more for about a year now, but I have really amped it up over the last month or so, I'd say a couple of months. And I tell you what, it's absolutely amazing. Um, because I'm in the social media business, I like to make sure and try things out, um, and use them and, and figure out how it's working and what the advantages are. And, and I have found so many with LinkedIn. So, you know, it, it's, it's different from, it's different from the other platforms. Clearly they're all very unique. LinkedIn is, unique because it's, you know, honestly, the very first thing that I want to mention that stands out as to why LinkedIn is so unique is that most of the people on LinkedIn that are active um, are there with intention. And what I mean by that is they are there, they are not there just to look at pretty pictures. They are not just there to watch silly cat videos. They are not there just to see how many likes or followers they can get. Um, these people are there for the most part to talk business, to learn about business, to listen about business, to network, um, to, to help others, to find not only new customers or clients, but also to become them, looking for people that are smart, that are offering things that they know, that they want to know. Excuse me. Um, that's what I mean by intention. It's not just some silly social media platform that, and, and not, no offense to the others, but I'm just saying it's not. It's not silly, um, just fun, funny videos, silly stuff. It's like, if you're on LinkedIn, you're here for a freaking reason. And that's why it's so great. It's such a great opportunity, you guys, because because that mindset makes all the difference in the world. So like, for example, if, I mean, if you've been really putting a lot of effort into Instagram for your business and you're just not, it's just not happening in the way that you want it to happen. And, and, um, you're not, you're not reaching goals or you're not feeling good about it, or you're not finding the right people or whatever. It might, it might be time to dive into LinkedIn seriously. Um, clearly a certain type of audience member is there. So, um, 
you know, there are people that, I mean, anybody could be on LinkedIn and obviously benefit from it because there's people sharing really great information and value all the time. But, you know, maybe you shouldn't dive into LinkedIn and spend tons of time on it if you're, if you're a potential customer or client or collaborator um, is not on there. So um, I don't know. It's hard to think of an exact example, but maybe if you if you make, um, if you make things like you say, you, you make jewelry, I don't know, that's just off the top of my head. And, um, you're really just trying to sell a certain amount of jewelry each week. Um, you're really not trying to scale your business and make it humongous. And, and you like doing things local and and like that. Okay. So maybe you shouldn't put a lot of time into LinkedIn, but a lot of people should be. Okay. So if you want to, um, first of all, learn about whatever industry you're in, um, especially if you are in the online marketing world or if the online marketing world can benefit you. So like for me, clearly I'm in the online marketing world and, um, I can learn so much from the people on LinkedIn that are sharing, um, advice and their experiences about like creating content and what works good where and how they did this and how they did that. And, um, how they connected with their audience and how they made this type of video and just, I mean, really, really great information that somebody like me is able to get. Or if you just could use that kind of information, like, you know, the kind of information you're getting on this podcast, um, for your business. So LinkedIn is a great place for that. And it's also great for lots of different industries. Um, I have, I have a social media management client that is a real estate agent and I, um, I help her with her LinkedIn sometimes. And the link, the, the real estate industry is like major on LinkedIn. Seriously, people are sharing knowledge left and right. They're exchanging information. They're, they're learning from each other about what's happening in the market and what works here and what works there. And it's amazing for that industry. So it very well could be amazing for your industry too. I'm going to give you, um, before I stop talking about LinkedIn, a couple of tips. So what I have noticed right now, and right now it's January, 2020. Um, and I know these things can change, but right now what I'm noticing that works really well on LinkedIn, as far as what types of posts are jiving with people, what types of posts are getting seen the most. It's not the types of posts that are successful necessarily on other platforms. So on LinkedIn, I would go with a video especially if you have a video where you um, are able to have it transcribed just in case the person doesn't want to have the volume on. They can just read what you're saying. Um, and that's that's helpful no matter what. So that kind of video and also, um, or any kind of video really, and also text only. I know this sounds crazy, (laughs) but because we're so used to like pictures, 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 but LinkedIn is not necessarily the place to put a cute picture. It's just not. Um, It's the place to put an an informative video, an educational um, or entertaining video of sorts, and it's the place to write text. I also highly suggest using emojis. Now, I know if you're a super Mr. Professional, professionalism, blah, 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 you may be like, oh my God, no way to emojis. But hear me out. It's about 
just using emojis because they catch the eye. They do not have to be cute. You don't have to use cute little kissy faces and hearts and shit like that. Use There's lots of emojis. There's professional ones. There's ones that are a little more calm and chill and, and conservative, right? But just no matter what you do, use emojis. Trust me. Um, it really helps catch the eye, especially if you're listing tips. You might do the, the one, the two, the three, those emojis. Um, include them in your post. And so before you dive in, if you haven't yet in LinkedIn, just get on there, get on there and start scrolling and check out what everybody's doing. Um, connect with people that are in your industry or that are somebody that you think you could learn from and connect away and then just watch and learn. And real quick, I'm telling you, if you get on there for five days in a row, real quick, you're going to understand the trends and what I'm talking about, and you can go and implement them yourself. And my final tip for LinkedIn is that right now, again, I know these things can change, but right now it's totally cool to tag people. Like you tag people in the post itself, tag people in the comments, like say you're trying to offer advice about, you know, how to make spaghetti, whatever. And you know, some other people out there that like food that are into food or they're in that industry, right? Well, you, it's totally acceptable on LinkedIn for you to just tag them, like write your post, how to make spaghetti, blah, 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 blah. You write your thing. And then at the end you might say, I'd love to hear how you like to make your spaghetti, John and Jane and Sally and, and tag them. Either, either in the caption or in the comments. Like, it's totally cool. People actually have asked me, tag me in your next post so I don't miss it. Okay, so tagging is, you know, it's funny because tagging on other platforms without having permission first is considered to be like bad social media etiquette sometimes, depending on the situation. But it's just not the case on LinkedIn, at least not yet. So let's take advantage of that shit while it's cool. Um, <laughs> and then you're really going to be able to get people's attention with your post and you'll get some better engagement and you'll start making those stronger connections with people. So, okay, I will quit, quit blabbing about LinkedIn, but I do highly recommend that you um, give it a shot, check it out, try those specific things that I told you to try. Let me know what you think. Find me on LinkedIn, Brittany Crossan. Just search my name. You will find me, connect with me. I am not at my limit yet. So um, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's talk. Let's be, let's be businessy on LinkedIn together. But I'm telling you, it's not as boring as it used to be. I put a damn TikTok video on there of me dancing in Times Square. Okay. And people loved it. So, you know, it's okay to have some fun on there too. <laughs> okay. You guys, um, let's move on. Let's move on to this awesome interview with the wonderful Kristen Burney, the creator, the creator of creative as a mother of the Facebook group. She's going to share all about, um, what she does, how she created this group, um, how she's nurtured it and how it's become such a success. Enjoy the interview and I'll see you after for our social spotlight. Today's guest is a business strategist and the founder of Creative as a Mother, which I am a proud member of, and Creative as a Mother Upleveled. She and her husband, Phil, have two cute kiddos, Sadie and Philip, and they live in the suburbs of Atlanta. And a fun fact, she once <laughs> flushed her car keys down the toilet on a road trip, leaving her husband and her stranded for hours. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Kristen Bernie. <laughs> Okay. Thank you so much. That's like the best intro ever. That's way to break the ice. <laughs> I, I love an intro and I love the fun facts. That's why I'm including them. And I love um, 
this is really weird, but like I didn't, we didn't flush the keys down the toilet, but I had a similar experience. I'm not, I didn't tell you this before, but on a trip years ago before we had kids and stuff with some friends, we were floating a river, you know, like in tubes floating and she had her keys and lost. And so same thing. And we were like stranded and her dad had to FedEx the keys. It was, so I understand the losing keys on a trip thing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened. It was, it was a total nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was one of those stories and I'll tell until I'm 99 years old. And it's really long. I'm not going to get into the details today, but we, we, we still got married after that. So, oh, okay. Well, good. Y'all made it was pre-marriage. Yeah. You made it through that. You can make it through. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, again, welcome to the social sunshine podcast, Kristen. Thank you so much. I know your time is valuable and I truly appreciate you taking the time to be here. You guys, um, Kristen is not only, um, somebody that I, love and adore in a professional way, but personally as well. She's um, just a really, really amazing person. She's done amazing things that I'm lucky enough to have been a part of. And y'all are in for a really, 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 really special treat with her. So thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thanks, Brittany. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I mean it. Um, Okay. So let's just get started. Let's just get going. Um, So I know I told you guys that she's a business strategist and the founder of Creative as a Mother and all these things, but I want her to tell you in her way about about your professional journey, Kristen. So like, I know you were clearly, you've told me before you were a successful hairstylist, you had your own business, but then you transitioned to maker and you're making also, FYI, everyone, really amazing products. So that was successful, huge which I have one of, which we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and then and then also transitioning and or adding on, I guess, coach and business strategist. You've got so much, so much amazing stuff to share. So could you just tell us how that journey of your professional life and how it went the way it did? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I started, I was actually started um go I was going to college to become a nurse. And I was like, this was not my thing. I came home, I told my parents, like, I'm sorry, I love you, but I just can't do it. It was more for, I felt like something that they wanted me to do sort of thing. Not necessarily nursing, but just college. And I was very much more like the creative, like free spirit. Like, so I started going to hair school and, you know, I became a hairdresser and I was a hairdresser for almost 18 years. And, um, I quit to, raise my kids. And I had a very successful, um, career. I was making like six figures a year. And, um, I wanted just to be, I wanted it to be more simple. I was really, I had my clients I'm still, um, in contact with through social media. That's like the best part of social media. (laughs) But, um, I just was tired of working so hard all the time. It was, it was a lot and I didn't want to do it anymore. So, um, I decided, my husband and I decided to move from South Florida because it was very expensive to live there. And part of the reason why we had to work so hard was, you know, cost of living. So we moved to um, the Atlanta area and um, I quickly, so Sadie at the time was two when we moved here and I got bored really fast. Like within weeks, I'm like, I need to do something. And I felt bad about it. But I didn't because at the time it was kind of like, um, I knew I needed an outlet. Like it couldn't just be me in this big house, which at the time we were renting this huge house that was like not necessary, you know? And we were like, just, it was just me and her all day. And I was like, so I started, um, making pillows to basically sell to my ex clients. Like really is what I was thinking. Like, this is still a way for me to 
kind of keep the momentum going with my people because, you know, these ladies, I, I mean, they were like family to me for almost 20 years. And a lot of them I had been doing for that long, you know, that amount of time. They came to my house, they were there for my wedding and the birth of my kids. And I was there for all of that stuff for them. Um, so that's kind of how my, my maker business came about. Wait, and then it's just a question about the, okay, sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but did, did you like already know how to do crafty things or did you, were you just like, let me just figure out how to make pillows? <laughs> well, I guess that's funny. I didn't even think to kind of explain that. Yeah. I guess I've always been, I've always been crafty. I've always been creative. I love planning parties. I've always been very, um, makery. My husband and I are DIYers pretty much since like day one. We've bought houses and flipped them and rent, rented them out. So we've always kind of dabbled in that sort of thing. Now, as far as like making pillows was extremely random. Like I hadn't picked up a sewing machine since I was in like eighth grade home at class. <laughs> so I literally was just like, but it was more about the cute sayings I was putting on them at the time. Not really like I didn't think about the whole pillow part. So that was like process of elimination over time. Um, but yeah, and then I just ended up um, Instagram. That was how I kind of got introduced to Instagram was um, selling my products to my people, my friends, my family members already and connecting with them on Instagram. Um, and then it just kind of like grew from there. I met all these amazing women and it just snowballed and opened up this whole entire world that I had absolutely zero idea in 2015 when I started my, my maker business that I didn't even know was out there. And it's just, um, it's changed everything from, from my life, my family's life, you know, it's, it's been great. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. I, and I love that you were like, I'm just going to figure out how to use the sewing machine again. And I'm just going to do something. And you just kind of solved your issue. Cause it's hard. Like you said, being there with the baby, it's, it's odd. If you've n only, if you have ever done that before, yes. <laughs> would yeah. you quite I understand that feeling? Totally. A hundred percent. Because I, you know, and I just needed, I, I was so used to making my own money. I mean, when I was 13 years old, I was the young girl that was walking around the neighborhood. Like, can I wash your car for $5? Like that was me. I was babysitting. I just was always doing something to like, you know, when I was younger, I wanted my own phone line because my brother was annoying. So that was a drive for me. And then I wanted a car and then I wanted, you know what I mean? So it was just kind of like always what I had, like, my drive. And then I felt like I was like, okay, I just want to be a mom. And then I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, it was a great and amazing, but I definitely needed that part of me to be fulfilled and, and it wasn't happening. So starting selling something online was a way for me to kind of have the best of both worlds. Cause it was just like a side hustle and I could still spend the time with my kids and, or daughter at the time. And then you know, now it's a full-time job. So, right. <laughs> but it's in a great way, not in, not in the hairdressing slaving way in the, like, I love it and I'm home and I can still connect with my family, you know? Right. So it's good. So, okay. So fast forward a little, so you get into making more products. Um, definitely the doormats are a specialty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> amazing. I have one. Um, I'll post a, um, when this episode comes out, I'll post a, a picture of it again for everybody to see. It's the cutest doormat ever. But so kind of fast forward. So you, you're, you're selling more products or you're making more products, selling more products, um, becoming more and more successful. And then I, it, correct me if I'm wrong. You started to realize like, 
the whole, I guess you do you call it what a live online market where you started realizing you could not have to go to a market in person necessarily as a maker, but you could do it online, right? Yes, exactly. Well, I think the um, Instagram live market was my like taste of seeing that because that was the first time I had ever, ever gone live, Brittany was doing that. I, I never showed my face really on social media before. I did a little bit for my brand, but that wasn't what it was about. It was more about my products. So then once I started putting my face out there and realizing that people were responding on such a deeper level to like the other side of my life, which was parenthood and motherhood and you know doing all of those things and then introducing like my, my products into that, like kind of making it all one thing... Um, that was when I really started connecting with my audience. And, um, I had a lot of makers reach out to me asking like how I was able to do it. So that's kind of where the online course, the first online course came along and it was great. It was a great success. And I loved teaching, um, the women to step outside of their comfort zone because I noticed that that's what the majority of, um, you know, that's what was holding most of them back was their fear of, and it, that's how it was for me as well. That's why I never really, I didn't really show my face or that side of my, you know, my life before that. So when I did my live market, I feel like that was kind of the um, icebreaker for me to be like, okay, I really am enjoying like helping these women get through um, some things that they don't even realize is holding them back. And I think that's how kind of the start of my coaching came about was because of that course. And because I, you know, put myself out there to do that live market for the first time and being so successful with it. Well, and it's, it, that's amazing. Cause it also just sounds so organic, like, like this led to this and this led to this and it feels natural and right. Right. I mean, that's, that's what I always get from you. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I'm like, I, my husband calls me, I'm the most random person you'll ever meet but it's not really. <laughs> and that's what I tell them. I'm like, you just can't hear and feel what's inside that I know. Like, <laughs> so I'll just be like, I'll wake up one day and be like, we have to do this. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're freaking crazy. You know, I'm like, no, no, we're getting in the car today and we're going to hike this mountain or whatever the day, whatever the day brings us that just came out. But, um, I, and that's even how creative as a mother started. I, legit woke up one morning and said, I'm starting a Facebook group. And it was because I just had met so many amazing women that were all doing the same thing. And, and we were connecting on so many different levels. And I was introducing, you know, one person to another person, and then they were building a deeper relationship, you know, on the side with them, business relationship. And, um, it just was like this really cool, like thing that just blossomed. And it was just for me hearing myself saying like, you need to do this. And I was like, well, okay, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, okay. So we'll go back a little to explain to the audience, like, so you're, you're doing well with your maker business. Um, and, and you're starting to, you did your, your live, the live, the Instagram live market is, um, can you just like really, really brief, because I feel like that could be helpful as well. I want to talk about the Facebook group, but, um, what, what that even means just in case there's a maker out there who's never, ever heard of this. Oh yeah. The, um, Instagram live market course basically teaches handmade sellers how you can sell your products using Instagram live and, um, you know, not having the hassle of a craft show. So you can basically set up 
the craft show in your home and um, sell to all of your followers who are already, you know, into what you're selling instead of doing craft shows. You know, it helps with that because doing craft shows, there's A, so much work, B, so much overhead, <laughs> and C, you never know if your ideal customer is going to be there or not. So um, Instagram is a great way to, to do that. And I was very successful when I was doing my live markets. I was shocked successful. Like, for, like making... I have... Um, clients, um, customers that have purchased the course that have made $2,000 in 45 minutes selling their handmade goods on Instagram. Isn't that insane? That is amazing. I mean, and you know, you don't have to pay for a booth. You don't have to set up any of that stuff. You just have to make sure that you market it the proper, you know, proper way and get everyone excited about it and have people show up and then that's it. It's so smart. And well, and it's especially smart of you to then go out and teach it. Um, that's a whole other story we won't get into, but, but it's just, it's, it's true. I mean, you discovered something that works so well and then you shared the knowledge and now you're able to, to positively affect obviously so many people with that course, but also with the group. So I really, really, really want to talk about the group um, because it's actually special to me personally. Um, so Creative as a Mother is a Facebook group that um, Kristen started. I, I want you, you did say you just kind of woke up one day and really felt the urge to do it. Um, is that, is that pretty much that? Like, did it, did go back and kind of explain again, like maybe what inspired you to start this group in the first place? Yeah. So I, I joined um, the follower to fan society. I feel like that was kind of the beginning of when I started to realize bringing the group of people together that I had connected with. And um, Tyler is huge on teaching. Um, you know, he teaches Instagram, but he's huge on teaching just authenticity with yourself within Instagram. I made amazing connections through the follower to fan society. Um, and I think that opened up a lot of doors for me in the sense of like, you know, wow, there are people out there that we can, you know, make waves together. And, um, I just woke up one day and said, I want to bring everyone together. And I did. And I just DM'd everybody that I knew, like that I was connecting with, that I felt wanted to be in that group. I was, I don't want to say I'm, I was, I am picky or was picky, but I am very particular in, um, who I speak to because you either like me or you don't like me. And I don't mean that in like a, but I mean, I swear a lot. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Sometimes I'm raunchy and sometimes I say that my kids are assholes and sometimes, you know, I... And these are the reasons why I love you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And this is also the reason why my mom called me one day and said, Kristen, I really think you should tone down the language. And I said, this was like when I first started really putting myself out there. (laughs) I said, I'm dropping the F-bomb all the time. And she said, you know, some of my coworkers follow you because of your pillows and... And I said, mom, I love you, but listen, I, this is my thing. And people, if they don't, if they don't like it, then they can unfollow me. And she wrote back, I can respect that. And I was like, all right, thanks mom. I love that. I had almost the same fucking conversation with my dad. You did? (laughs) And my, and he's, and he's so, my dad is such, I love my dad. He's so nice. And he's, and he, and he uses bad language. We do together as a family, but he, he's still of the old school thought of like, publicly I'm going out here dropping F-bombs and whatever. Probably the same as what your mom is thinking. And like, maybe that's that, what if that, what if that 
cause something negative to happen with my business or whatever. And I'm like, no, Dad, you don't understand. If you were on, yeah. if you were, if you were on social media, you would understand. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I know. Well, my mom comes from the total opposite, like you said, but she's in the banking, like corporate world. So she's very like suit and heels and very like opposite in that sense for me. So she's always like, you know, and she swears, don't get me wrong, but just there's a difference between professional and and not. So, and then that's what I was trying to tell her. I said, you know, that's, that's just like my thing. And people are either really pulled in and attracted by it because they can relate or they're like, this chick's not for me. And that's fine too. So going back to the Facebook group, I feel like, you know, being that genuine and honest with yourself and who you really are. Um, and you know, what boundaries are okay with you. Um, and sharing that with, with, uh, your people, you really are able to attract the right people and repel the wrong people. Because then what happens is, you know, and, and creative as a mother is not a huge Facebook group. I mean, it's not, but it's growing every day. Um, but I like that aspect of it. And I, that's something that I do get worried about is like losing that feel of it being that like tight knit group. Um, as it does grow, which so far we haven't had that problem yet. So, but I, I don't, I don't expect that to be the case. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and what's funny is that you say it's not a huge group. Cause I know there's always going to be humongous Facebook groups, but it, it has gotten pretty huge compared to, cause I mean, I'm pretty sure I was one of the people at the very, very beginning and there were not near as many people as there are now. So it has grown, but I think you're right. It's good. It's like a gradual growth, right? Yeah. I, and I'd rather that, you know, like I said, that's why, like, it's very easy to put paid Facebook ads out there. I have done it not necessarily for my Facebook group. Um, but for my, um, you know, other courses and, and businesses and that aspect of it, but I do have this sense of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for sense of like responsibility to all of the members in this group to keep it centered and focused for, for where it's at. Because I think that is what sets it apart from, from, you know, other Facebook groups and, and yeah, I do like that aspect about it. Right. Um, I agree. Um, okay. So in, in my opinion, and probably in a lot of, a lot of the members of creative as a mother's opinion, um, really one of the most special things is, is that we as members have formed relationships with other members, like real ones. I mean, clearly, um, uh, with you. And then I also have, I I mean, I've got some people's phone numbers for God's sake. Like we've, we've shifted from (laughs) social media friends (laughs) to what's your number girl. Um, and I even met, uh, one member Colleen in person. So you, it's, it's just so special. Like it truly means a lot that, that people have made friends and, and great business connections as well. So I just, I don't know, like, how do you, how do you think that has happened? It's so special. How, how do you think you've been able to nurture it to where people feel like they can form these special relationships with each other just that started in a Facebook group? Yeah. Oh, you like, you just made my whole life in like one little paragraph. I I mean, I mean that like, it's super special to me. I'm not joking. I mean it. Oh, thank you, Brittany. That makes me so excited. And I know, and it's funny because this has happened to quite a few of the women in the group. And I just think it's like, like, I can't even tell you, it like makes me like pitter patter. Um, but I do think that a lot of it has to do with, like I had said earlier, you know, putting out your, your true, your true self, repelling the right people and pulling it, repelling the wrong people and pulling in the right people. 
But I do also think that um, it's very important when you have Facebook groups to um, encourage like silly banter, like lighthearted, um, as, as much, it's very, very important to provide value and, and do all of that stuff. That's why you have the group is to kind of, you know, have a greater picture of either, um, selling them a product or service or something along those lines. But in order to encourage relationships, it's really important to get people to connect on something that they wouldn't necessarily think that they could connect on. Like, so, you know, for example, like maybe you and Colleen, you know, maybe you never knew that you had you know, you had the same phone when you were 14 years old. I don't know what I'm saying, but you know what I mean? And just right. being like, Oh girl, I had that too. And then it just, you know, that's how relationships blossom. Um, and I also think it's really important to kind of, um, connect women that, you know, will work well together. I have referred a lot of women. I've been the middleman of a lot of like business relationships, like someone that has come to me for a problem that I don't necessarily feel comfortable enough saying like, this is what you need to do. But, um, dude, I have got this friend who she knows her shit and here's her phone number. Call her. She's so cool. You're going to love her. And then that's that. And then it's like the next thing, you know, you know, it just is the first step in a great business relationship. Right. You're a good connector. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's even when I was doing hair, it's funny because it's all, it's just all the same. It's just all like, you know, making women feel good about themselves enough to put themselves out there. And I think that's what like the core of it is, is like a lot of people are scared to reach out to other women on social media, or they don't really realize that they could have, you know, real relationships or real friendships. Like, you know, like I do in, in California and Oregon, I mean, people that I speak to legitimately a few times a week that we never would have connected if I had, I never you know, had the confidence to take, take the first step to put myself out there. And I think a lot of women just need that little shove, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm wondering also like, like, I'm sure you, how do I say this? Um, I have notes, but I'm just chatting. Um, how I'm sure you've witnessed like basically stuff probably, right? Like where, where relationships have formed or, or moments in the group, um, comments back and forth on a post. Like, can you, like, have you had those kind of moments where you're witnessing things happening between members of Creative as a Mother that you're like, wow, this is amazing, or, or it makes you feel emotional or something because you see two women helping each other out or whatever? Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? Like every time I read through a thread, it's like, it, it literally makes me like emotional, like choked up feeling because there are, I mean, the thing that I love, love, and like I, I, I already mentioned it, but I'm saying I love about this group is that it is so like, um, people feel that they can just totally be, the, be themselves and say how they really feel without, um, judgment being passed on them. So like I, I have women who write, you know, posts in there that they're, battling depression at the moment because of certain circumstances or they need help with X, Y, and Z, or, you know, they're struggling with this, with their child. Can someone help them with that? And it's just like, I read through and I see, and the thing that it makes me feel so good is that not only do they feel comfortable in reaching out and in this group, this community that like, I kind of like somehow miraculously got together, but then the, the, everyone coming to, to her aid and her rescue and 
listen, here's my number. Call me like, let's do this. Like we, and they all just like are there to lift, lift up no matter what. And it's like, it's just so overwhelming. It's like, it's, it's just like a feeling I wish I could bottle up and like, just carry with me everywhere. (laughs) Right. It's got to be an amazing feeling. I've witnessed some of those myself just as a member, some, some of the moments and been a part of some of them. And it's just, you're right. It's crazy. It's an amazing feeling. And I can't imagine being you knowing that you put it all together. Um, yeah, it's fun. It is. It's really fun. I love, I love all of the women in that group. They really are amazing. They make, you know, you guys all, you guys all make the community. It's like, it's just great. <laughs> and I, I don't even know how I qualified in the beginning because I don't make shit with my hands. <laughs> I make things with my mind. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> a lot of because at the beginning a lot of the gals were actually handmade things like you, yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to let me into here, but I'm gonna come. <laughs> I mean, my kids' art projects are proof. Um okay, so I wanna know if if I can ask you the difference between creative as a mother and creative as a mother up-leveled because it's two different things. Yes. Two different groups on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So creative as a mother is my free Facebook community. Um, That's where everything kind of originates and you can find the most amazing supportive women there. Um, Cam, you also has a um, Facebook group. It's a way smaller group. Um, I'm in the beta stages of it. So I launched this membership program. It's called Creative as a Mother Upleveled. And I opened up the doors to that in October. And I haven't opened up the doors yet since. But we basically focus on and Creative as a Mother Upleveled is um, growing your business via social media, being productive, not wasting time, um, how to take time for yourself and just be the best version of yourself and be present in your life. Um, And just working that muscle every single day because it is very difficult to wake up every day and say, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to work out, I'm going to take care of my kids, I'm going to be happy, I'm going to build my business, and I'm going to do all of these things. So it's very difficult to stay on task. And um, so that's what CAMU helps with. And I coach the girls um, every month. We have coaching calls and all sorts of all sorts of fun stuff happening. So um, that's more creative as a mother up leveled is the uh, monthly online membership community. That is so awesome. And you're saying that it will open up again though, just sometime in the future. Yep. The doors are going to open up again, um, probably in the next two or three weeks. Yay. Okay. So we'll keep everybody posted on that, of course. Um, um, Yeah. And when this episode uh, releases too, that'll be perfect. Perfect timing. Um, Okay. Awesome. I understand. So you're going to get just like, an amazing extra huge dose of Kristen awesomeness <laughs> and, <laughs> and guidance and, and calls and specifics, of course, if you join that group whenever it opens. Um, so, so as far as Facebook groups in, in general go, and I kind of just want to let you talk about, about them and about any sort of tips you might have, something that you had to learn the long, hard way or you know, anything that you could offer. Because I know that listening right now, there is somebody that thinks that this would be an amazing thing to do um, to start a Facebook group. They're so powerful. And right now, as of you know, the beginning of 2020, <laughs> um, and hopefully for forever, Facebook favors them in a way. They really encourage it. I mean, aren't there even commercials now about Facebook groups? I'm hearing about commercials. It's a huge deal and they're so powerful and you are obviously proof of it. So if you could speak on that a little about um, 
what you think about the groups in general, what they can do, um, what, what tips you have and like maybe what, what kind of person might want to dive in. Yeah, I think Facebook groups are, well, I, I think that they're definitely more, more so starting to become realized by a lot of people that it is a very important aspect. If you are promoting your business on social media, um, they have become hugely popular over the last year or so. And um, you are 100% right. Facebook favors them completely. And it's funny because if you notice, if you look back in your, your news feeds, and if you compare like what you're seeing in your newsfeed now compared to what you saw in your newsfeed a year ago on Facebook, it was all like your high school friends, your cousins and their Facebook statuses and what they're up to or what was they used to have that quote at the top. It says like, oh, what's on your mind? You know, like that sort of <laughs> yes. thing. But now in your newsfeed, it's all what's going on in your Facebook and the Facebook groups that you are actively engaged with um, daily, whether this be like you're responding to comments or you're liking on posts. Or even if you're just going to this Facebook group to check, you know, and see what people are talking about, um, all of that stuff, the Facebook algorithm favor. So it shows up the top of your, of your newsfeed. And I get the number one question I get about social marketing on Facebook, more specifically on Facebook, um, for my one-on-one clients is always, why do I need a Facebook group? Like, what's the difference between the Facebook group and my Facebook business page, right? Um, and I always tell people your Facebook business page is more or less like your Instagram page. It's like your, your business, um, like your business card for your, for your business. It's the first thing that people see. It gives them kind of an idea of what it is that you're selling, what it is that you're promoting, what type of content you're putting out into the universe. And it kind of gives them a little taste on like whether they're going to be into what you're doing or whether they're not. The Facebook group is already for the people that are already into doing what you're doing. They comment daily on your stuff. You know, they have purchased things from you in the past. They're, they're, um, you know, just your little cheerleader in your corner on every post. They're, they're kind of, they're already vibing with you. So when it comes to starting a Facebook group, I always tell people to kind of think of a common ground that all of your people have in common that is outside of your product or service for that matter. So if you are like, uh, if you are selling a product or promoting a podcast or something along those lines, what is it that is the root to your business? What does your business mean? Like, what is it that, um, if you're selling home decor items, you can start a Facebook group that's on like, you know, seasonal trends for, for home decor, something along those lines. That's not directly, correlated to your product or service, but something where people can connect and kind of bond on, on another level of your business. Right. So that, so that, that way the group isn't a, a billboard, just like, I mean, I've talked about that a lot in other episodes about in general, with your <clears throat> social media, but you don't want that in your group either. It's not necessarily, you know, it's not like, it's just a group for people that want to buy my green widget. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. I know. I, mean, exactly. I, I love how you worded <clears throat> that, 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 find a common ground, a thing that everybody can talk about and, and form those, those relationships and help each other out and all that. Perfect. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, for, for me, what I noticed was I had, um, I had bonded and become really tight rooted and uh, my audience had shifted from, they were still buying my products um, which was never the question, but it was more along the lines of like, I knew I needed something deeper than just these products. 
how can we all connect on a deeper level than just like, you know, silly, funny doormats. Um, so for me, that was, uh, creative as a mother. Like literally I thought of that in the shower and I said to my husband, creative as a mother. He's like, that's it. I was like, yes, (laughs) because I was thinking like, how can I just like wrap it all into one thing? And most of my audience's moms, they're all creative. I mean, that's just who I bring into my life is creativity. I put it out and I bring it in and that's just kind of how it started. So if you're able to kind of think on on a deeper level like that and, and base your group around that and start providing value and, um, do it with the, with the intention of, um, you know, selling them a, a course or product eventually, but it doesn't even have to be like you're selling it because if they are your people and they're all, and you're connecting with them in that way, they already, they're asking you for it. Like, you know, I, I need this. Where is this? So right. that's, that's a great um, way to build a solid community and fans for, for your business because it bleeds over into everything else. It bleeds over into your email list, into your Instagram following, into um, hopefully your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and hey, maybe, maybe another time we should talk strategy. Um, or <laughs> have you, are you, you could do that. Or have you already... If you already coach people on that, right? About starting their own groups, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I coach um, you know, entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs that are building their businesses, and that's definitely a big part of it. Social selling and, yeah. and that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because is I feel like obviously the strategy is a huge part of it as well. But I mean, I think you're so smart to just kind of lay a foundation at first of just connecting everybody. So that way it's coming from genuine stuff inside. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. I love it. Um, do you have any final thoughts or tips or maybe anything that you tried that didn't work or just anything else you would love to share about the Facebook groups and the power of them and what you can do with them? Um, anything. Okay. I guess if I did have to say one thing that I, I, I can't say it's something that didn't work just a lesson that I learned from when I first started the group compared to now. When I first started the group, I was very much like, um, I was all in and I realized I was spending so much time trying to figure out what everybody wanted and keeping it going and all of that, um, that like pressure. And you know, when it is, when you are a solopreneur and it is just you, um, you can waste so much time being hung up on little things. Um, so I think my, my advice for someone that's just newly starting a Facebook group is just start it and lay the foundation, just get people out introducing themselves, getting to know each other, and then let the rest kind of fall into place. Don't waste too much time, um, trying to make everybody happy or make your group the place to be. Um, just kind of go with everybody's vibe and see what it is that they're that they're talking about, and you get a great idea on how you can serve them better to keep the group um, happy and connected at its core. Perfect. That's perfect Yay. advice. And <laughs> not yeah, not, like maybe don't spend fifty hours a week. <laughs> on Facebook obsessing over it. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and it's easy to do. I mean, it really is easy to do. It's like, if it's, it's very easy to waste time. If you were to sit down and plant, just plan out your content for your group, 
then it's, it's just so much easier because then you don't feel like you have to just throw something out there and hope that someone's going to comment on it or wonder why no one is replying to anything. It's just kind of like, let the chips fall where they may and just sort of feel it out as you're going. But think of that Mm. icebreaker for the group, the core icebreaker to start. Okay. Okay, good. Well, yeah. And, and speaking on like scheduling it out, um, um, I have a, I have a Facebook group and, um, I also manage one for a client of mine. And, um, if, if you're listening and you are not aware of this and you are truly a, a beginner at all of this, you can even go on Facebook on your computer and, and schedule out your post. You can do, there's lots of little things you're going to find that kind of make the process easier on you so that you're not, um, slaving away <laughs> too many hours. You can schedule them ahead of time and use those kind of tools to make it a little bit easier on you. So yeah, a hundred percent. I fully agree. I'm like content planner. I mean, I don't get to do it all the time. Now I will, but I, when I fall off of my content planning, it's like, it, it's such a huge, huge difference when you plan your content. Don't you think? Yes. I mean, yes. it changes everything. Yes. So Facebook groups should be no different. Right. Exactly. Perfect. I love it. I agree 100%. Okay. I think we covered it. I think we, I think we did good. I think we gave everybody a lot of good information, especially if they're getting started. So um, they can get rolling on their Facebook group and, um, and maybe even join yours. That would be great. Yay. Thanks. <laughs> I'm excited. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. I truly appreciate your time and I appreciate you doing this and I love and adore you and I'm so thankful for you just in general to know you. Um, and I want you to tell everybody how to find you, the group, your, your stuff on social, whatever you want to plug in right now, please, please tell. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Burney. Also on Facebook um, at Kristen Burney. And then the Facebook group is Creative as a Mother. And the monthly membership is creative as a mother up leveled, but um, you will get more information on that. If you sign up for creative as a mother, um, you'll hear about it through there. So that's it. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Kristen. Thank you. So I want to talk to you guys real quick about Canva. So look, most of us are not super expert graphic designers, but We need to be able to create social media posts and Facebook header images and YouTube thumbnail art and digital flyers and all these things. Canva is the way to do it. I genuinely am obsessed with Canva. I've been using it for a long time. I use it almost every single day, not only for my own business and for this podcast, but I also use it for my clients. It's absolutely amazing. It makes everything easy for you. You do not have to know how to work some sort of complicated, fancy software. It's so great. So here's the deal. The Canva Pro Plan, which is awesome, by the way, highly recommend, is only $9.95 a month, but you can try it for free for 30 days. And you can support the podcast by going to socialsunshinepodcast.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the Canva banner and sign up for the Pro Plan 30-day free trial. I hope you love it. So wasn't that interview with Kristen so good? Oh my gosh, you guys, she is so much freaking fun. Like if you, okay, if you jive well with me on social media and an F-bomb doesn't bother you and you like to have fun and have a good sense of humor, then you will also love her. Like 
She is so much fun and she's got so much to offer. She's so smart. And I'm just so thankful to know her and to be a part of her awesome Facebook group. And if that inspired you to start your Facebook group, finally, let me know. I want to hear all about it. You can reach out to me anytime. You can email um, socialsunshinepodcast at gmail.com. You can you can send me a message on Instagram at Brittany Crossan or on um, Facebook, Brittany Crossan Official or LinkedIn, whatever. Um, let me know if this inspired you to go ahead and start your Facebook group. And I would love to cheer you on. So, okay, moving on. Let's get to today's social spotlight. Okay, I am personally just very excited about today's social spotlight because it comes from the world of the theater. And if you didn't already know, I um, am a, well, probably former member of the theater world. I haven't been on stage in a few years, but um, I was a theater actor for years and years and years and years. And I also grew up dancing on stage as a kiddo. So um, the theater is is already just special to me. And this Instagram account that I want to spotlight revolves around the theater. It revolves around Broadway in New York City. So the Instagram is at the backstage blonde. Okay. The backstage blonde. And um, this lady, I started following her, gosh, a freaking long time ago. I don't even know. Sure, surely it's been more than a year ago. And um, because I do love theater and I just love that because, you know, I'm here in, in Houston I, I and I'm not in New York often. It's just nice to get that little fun glimpse into the theater scene in New York here and there just by following her. So that's honestly why I started following her. Um, and I've grown to just really admire what she's been doing on here. And being in the social media industry, I can tell you, homegirl is doing it right. Okay. So I'm looking at her Instagram as I'm talking to you right now. I want to point out some specific things that that she's doing right on at the Backstage Blonde. Um, first of all, it looks lovely. I mean, on Instagram, we got to go ahead and mention the the look of everything whenever you scroll through her photos. Um, they look great. They they look pretty, they look clear, they look clean. She's got um a good variety. Like they're they're not all professional. I think some she does have some possibly some professional photos in here, yeah, but it's not all like that. Okay, so she is a dresser for the amazing Broadway show Wicked and um what that mean? I mean, that that's what it means. Like that's what she does. She works backstage. She helps people, uh, the, the actors dress with their costumes, helps coordinate all that. I mean, just tons and tons of cool stuff that she does. And so you're going to see pictures of her that are, yeah, beautiful on the streets of New York where they look professional, but you're also going to see backstage selfies and, um, with her, with her and an actor, she's, she's showing, um, a variety of things. She's going indoor and outdoor, which is really smart to do with your photos, especially on Instagram to get a good variety like that. She's really taking you behind the scenes. She's truly taking you backstage. (laughs) And, um, and so, so yeah, so the look of it is great. That's the first good thing for Instagram, of course. And for any pictures, you know, they don't have to be professional that you put online, but you know, make sure they're clean and crisp and as, as good as you can make them. Um, 
she's giving you that good variety. She's um, keeping your attention. She, some photos are indoors, some photos are outdoors. But but as far as strategy goes and just overall m- social media method, she is so smart because she's she's got a niche, a major niche, and she is sticking to it and she is delivering. And that I know it's hard to do, especially whenever you're just working on creating a personal brand on social media. You know, you are the face of your brand, your business, whatever. And there's a lot of things about you, right? You're not just one or two things. I get that. That's the case for everyone. But this girl, hey, there's probably a lots of amazing, interesting things about her that we don't know. But what she decided to do was stick to um, her particular niche. She stays with the Broadway um, industry and her work and her job as a dresser on Broadway. She um, provides great information and value all the time, either in her feed or in her stories. She's literally educating us on what she does and how things on Broadway work all the time. And she's staying focused on that. So like, I know I can just go to her and I'm going to learn something. I'm going to be entertained. I'm going to see something really interesting, really cool, really fascinating. And it's going to be about the world of theater, uh, particularly Broadway in New York. Boom. That is why she is seeing such great success on Instagram. She has niched down. She has stayed true to her overall brand and message, and she is truly delivering on the regular. And it's really fun too. So anyway, that is at the backstage blonde. Um, Check her out on Instagram. Give her a follow if you like theater or New York. Um, You won't be sorry. (laughs) And that's it for today's episode, you guys. Gosh, what the heck, man? That was a hell of an episode. LinkedIn chat, great interview with Kristen, a really awesome social spotlight today. I'm so thankful to be here with you. I'm so thankful for you listening. I hope you're having a fun time. On this day that I'm recording it, it's Wine Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to me having some wine tonight because y'all know I love my wine. (laughs) I hope you have a good day as well. And um, I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production, funlovemedia.com. Bye.